Today's scripture reading is Genesis 12, 1-4. The Lord said to Abram, Leave your native country, your relatives, and your father's family, and go to the land that I will show you. I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you and make you famous, and you will be, and you will be, be a blessing to others. I will bless those who bless you and curse those who treat you with contempt. All the families on earth will be blessed through you. So Abram departed as the Lord had instructed, and Lot went with him. Abram was 75 years old when he left Haran. Thank you for downloading our podcast. Make sure you subscribe to get new ones every week. And don't forget to check out First United Methodist Sweetwater's website and social media. Now, here is Pastor Ryan Strebeck. While Tyler comes out and we'll kind of get a little mic check here, we're going to do a Q&A. No, not really. Uh, but well, we are. These are my favorite Sundays when somebody prays. You know, you pray for the word every week that we would hear the word of God through the preacher. Um, and it really doesn't matter who's in the pulpit. Uh, that's, that's what we pray for. And so it's an honor to be able to share, of course, the pulpit that when, when it's entrusted to uh, us in this way, uh, when we hand it over to someone and, and you just have all this confidence and all uh, this hope uh, when you do that, especially when you hand over the pulpit to somebody like Tyler Marlette. So for those of you that don't know, this is Tyler Marlette. He's a senior. No, he's a graduate. Well, he's a senior. He's about to graduate uh, from Sweetwater High School, uh, barring any major, you know, unforeseen complications or if all the grades come in. I don't know, Tyler, but um, yeah, there's a few. We're still lobbying with a few teachers to try to get him, get, kind of get him snuck through here. But um, no, Tyler, among many other things, you, you all seen his accomplishments as a student and as an athlete, uh, as a scholar, and just as a young man. But uh, from my perspective, pastoring a congregation and serving a community, when, when you see people step in and take the reins on projects and leadership and do things, it's one of the most humbling experiences. And over the last couple of years, I think back, I'll always remember COVID, Tyler, just being able to work with you and doing some of the creative things that we did for the ministry of the word uh, and things that we couldn't have done without you and some of your ideas and contributions. And so Tyler's one of those people that getting to know him over these years, if he were to come to me and say, Ryan, you know, I think you need to make this adjustment in your life, or I want to encourage you to do this or that or the other, I would listen to him and I would take that seriously because he's that kind of a person. Uh, I think of St. Paul when he's telling the church, he's teaching them how to give. And he says, look, when you give, don't give as though you're under compulsion, but give cheerfully, right? And from the heart, he's saying, this is how the kingdom of God works. It doesn't matter what the map, but just what you give Give cheerfully. And I always think that of, of you with that, Tyler, just in everything that you give, you always just show up ready to go. You know, the first thing out of your mouth is not, boy, it's just one of those days. You know, you'll never hear like an Eeyore comment from Tyler. It's always, <laughs> it's always just, let's go. What's the next thing? What can we do? And so, uh, Tyler, it's an honor to uh, share the pulpit with you today. We look forward to what the Lord has to say uh, to us through you, and uh, we'll turn it over to you. Yes, sir. Right. Thank you very much. Well, good morning. As most of you already know, I'm currently going through the process of graduation. 
And those of you that know me well also know that I'm someone who loves to have a plan. I don't function well doing things on a whim. And so I find myself in a predicament as I'll soon be entering a new place, meeting new people with whom I'll do new things. There's a lot of uncertainty in that. And I know my parents share this predicament with me. Uh, me being the only child, they are <laughs> our youngest, my apologies. <laughs> They're also gearing up to take on an empty nest, much to my mom's dismay, or maybe not, who knows. So in setting out to make this message, I wanted to discuss the ways in which God is present in our lives through uncertain situations in a way that is applicable for both you as well as myself. Morgan read for us the story of Abraham and his journey to a new land. And you don't need me to explain why this was such a huge undertaking on his part. But it really is incredible to think about what he actually did. He was 75, and he had his whole life established. Yet for a reason unbeknownst to him, he was expected to pack up, travel to a new place, and start over. But he remained faithful and trusted God to watch over him in this time of uncertainty. Now, this place would end up being the promised land, so I guess it wasn't too much of a bum deal, but it still took an immeasurable amount of faith to do what he did. On the other hand, we have the story of Jonah. Oh, my apologies. In the beginning of Jonah, he is called by God to travel to Nineveh. He is to preach against the wickedness of a corrupted city. When God commanded Jonah to do this, he immediately took off in the complete opposite direction. I'm sure this was a scary assignment for Jonah, but I feel it would be much scarier to literally try and run from God but who knows, that could just be me. Eventually, Jonah is cast from a boat and swallowed by a whale. It's at this point that Jonah sees that following God's commandment is probably preferable than being literally swallowed by a fish and promises to do as told. He travels to Nineveh, and upon preaching to the city, it is brought out of corruption and saved. The key point that I took away from the story was simply to just trust in God. Jonah had a lot of disdain for the Assyrians that lived in Nineveh. He felt that they should or could not have been saved. So while he wasn't traveling to a new place like Abraham, they are similar in that for Jonah to carry out God's will, he had to have the faith to challenge his own beliefs and believe that God would protect him in his preachings. While our experiences will likely not be the same as Abraham or Jonah, I felt it was still important to bring them up because of the principles they share and the confidence they give us as Christians. When diving into unseen circumstances, we're called to put our faith into an unseen God. 
So these biblical examples of faith can give us reassurance that we can employ in the future. One personal experience I'd like to share from my high school career would be my time in DECA. And for those of you that don't know, DECA is kind of like FFA, but for a business competition. Ever since my freshman year, my friends and family had encouraged me to give it a shot, but I always just kind of brushed it off. I had the general idea of what it was, but I was still hesitant to try it. I was unsure exactly what it would require of me, and I didn't know if it would be worth all of the time and effort. But after years of poking and prodding, I finally relented and joined a team with two of my close friends. And while it did take a great deal of time and energy, I can say confidently looking back that it will be one of my fondest memories of high school. I was given the opportunity to engage with community leaders, I was able to travel across the country, and I made great memories along the way. It forced me out of my comfort zone, and it required me to try new things that I wouldn't have had the opportunity to do otherwise. But yet, I almost didn't get to experience this wonderful opportunity because of a fear of the unknown. So as I go forward in life, I want to use this experience to remind us all to take faith and have courage that God will be with us through all things, both known and unknown. There is a verse that perfectly encapsulates this. Joshua 1.9 reads, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. I love this verse. It reminds us that when we make it out of difficult times of uncertainty, to not be blind, do not blind ourselves by boasting of our own abilities, but to praise God for being with us through difficult times and giving us the strength to power through. But, as I'm sure we all know, like many things, it's not as simple as just kicking our feet up and telling God, hey man, thanks for the great stuff you're doing. You're doing a great job up there. When we're called to go through times of uncertainty, it can be easy to question God. Some might ask, what have I done to deserve going through this? At our lowest points, it's easy to turn on God, when in reality, this is when we should be seeking Him the most. So how can we prepare ourselves to truly trust God when times of turmoil present themselves? I am by no means a biblical scholar, but I know that reading through Scripture is always a good place to start. Hebrews 11 is essentially a New Testament summary of Old Testament acts that required great faith. Paraphrasing, verses 5 through 13 read, By faith, Enoch was taken from this life so that he did not experience death. By faith, Noah when warned about things not yet seen, in holy fear, built an ark to save his family. By faith, Abraham, when called to go to a place he would later receive as his inheritance, obeyed and went. All these people were still living by faith when they died, 
as they did not receive the things promised, they only saw them and welcomed them from a distance. It can be very difficult for us to keep focus on our faith when going through times of uncertainty. But through immersing ourselves in the stories present in the Bible, we can look back onto those who remain faithful in times of great challenge and who remained with steadfast in their faith. They give us reassurance that we too can do the same. I know that if Noah can stay faithful in building, ark to, building an ark to save all of humanity, I can trust God to be with me as I go through college an hour away from home. <laughs> I know that each of our experiences are different. Through this life, we all walk different paths, paths that will require faith in different capacities. And in setting out to travel my own path, I wanted to say that I feel confident moving forward. I know I'm not only accompanied by God, but also the wonderful members of this congregation. Throughout my life in this church, I've been given more support than I could ever ask for. And in the last few weeks specifically, I'm once again reminded of the great love you all have given me. Every card or word of encouragement shows me the love that I know I am called to show to others. So although I am beginning a new time of uncertainty, I feel more confident than ever knowing that I'm supported by the wonderful members of this church. And I hope that in looking back through scripture, we can all be reminded of the importance of recognizing God's presence in the unknown and the importance of our own faith. Amen. Thank you.